Hello and welcome to a very special edition of The Hot Box. And uh, it was a real shock last month to learn of the passing of one of the true jazz greats, Armando Chick Corea. He'd been part of my personal jazz journey pretty much since the get-go. And we've just heard one of those early pieces, What Game Shall We Play Today? He was in duet there with Gary Burton from the album Crystal Silence. And by curious chance, uh, we included pieces by Chick in two recent editions of the Hotbox, including a lengthy extract from his most recent album. The album is simply called Chick Corea Plays, which is a double album of solos. Uh, but a couple of tracks is scarcely fitting tribute to such an important and hugely enjoyable composer and musician. So here's something over an hour of the music of Chick Corea, born 1941, died 2021.
That was Return to Forever. Chicory uh, kind of exploded onto the jazz scene when he, he joined Miles Davis, uh, when he was a key component in Miles's departure from post-pop cool jazz and the arrival at a form of music nicknamed Fusion. Of course, that music alienated many of the older Davis fans, but it opened a way for Davis and indeed for everyone involved in for a much more diverse attitude to music and even a more liberated definition of jazz itself. Chick uh, took full advantage of that broadening of the music, forming a band that had some reflection of his own Latin musical background. His parents were Italian immigrants living in the Boston area. The band had the same name as the piece we've just heard. It had Flora Purim on the vocals, uh, Joe Farrell was various reeds, Stanley Clark, a bass player, and Erto Moreira on percussion. That band was a really big success, and it led Chick into a, a lifetime of experimentation, and indeed a refusal to be tied down to any one musical genre. At the time of his death, he was uh, rehearsing a full concerto for his trio. We'll come to the trio a bit later. But now, though, uh, let's have an illustration of his unquenchable desire for exploration. Throughout his career, he played in several duet formats, mostly with other pianists, but maybe the most interesting was with the bluegrass banjo player, Bela Fleck. They included Dublin in their tour some six years or so ago, and I heard that they'd been um, planning a return trip. Alas, that won't happen. But this is another chick composition, a famous one, Armando's Rumba. Thank you. 
Thank you, Al. You've been a terrific audience. We really enjoyed playing for you. See you again. Yeah, I chose to leave in the applause in these uh, live recordings because Chick always said how important to him was the interaction with live audiences. And indeed, he always had a great rapport with the crowd at his gigs. That was uh, Armando's Rumba with Bela Fleck on the banjo. His other duets included Bobby McFerrin, the vocalist, and uh, we've already heard him playing with Gary Burton, and there were others. A little later, we'll go back to the duo format, uh, but now let's expand the view and sample another band that he brought to Ireland, the, the Five Piece Band, Peace spelled P-E-A-C-E, which played the Opera House during the Cork Jazz Festival. All-star band, really. John McLaughlin was the guitarist, Kenny Garrett on saxophones, Kristin McBride on the bass, and Vinnie Kawaiuta on the drums. This is a long piece. It's called The Disguise.
Yeah, a long one there from uh, the five-piece band. Not, I think, recorded at the Cork Jazz Festival, or I suppose it could have been. Um, that was the last time that I personally saw Chick career. and if you'd asked me, I'd have remembered that he played entirely on electric and electronic instruments during that gig. But that track suggests my memory maybe was wrong. Now we'll head for that duo recording, I promised, and uh, certainly that was definitely with acoustic pianos, uh, because he recorded many times with other pianists, and this one I've just chosen is with the Italian pianist Stefano Bellani. It was recorded at the winter version of the Perugia Jazz Festival some years back, which took place in Orvieto, and the track I've picked sounds to me a bit like, uh, well, it's an encore. After several encores, I think they played this one. They just sat down and made it up. It's called Blues in F.
Grazie a tutti ancora. Ciccolia. Auguri a tutti, buon anno. Maitre D thanking the audience and wishing them a happy new year in central Italy. That was the blues in F with Stefano Bellani on the other piano. Well, in the very recent past, Chick's a super fine trio with Christian McBride and Brian Blade has, for me, and I'm glad to say for many other people, including those people who give out Grammy Awards, been one of the real high points in jazz, possessing all the essentials of a piano trio and then some. So for the rest of this tribute, that's where we'll be. Uh, their work was captured, first of all, in a triple CD album called Trilogy in 2014, and then Trilogy 2, a double album in 2019. This is from the latter, and I have no doubt that you'll recognise the tune.
Of course, the Miles Davis composition, All Blues. That's from the Trilogy 2 album. Christine McBride on the bass, Brian Blade was the drummer. A symbiotic relationship with Chick Corea. Uh, well, here they are again, the same trio, but this time it's from the earlier album, originally just called Trilogy. Uh, this is Recorder Me, which is written by the tenor saxophonist Joe Henderson. Thank you. 
Recorder Me there from the Chick Corea Trio from the Trilogy album. But uh, And we'll have one more track from them, perhaps his most famous composition of all. Uh, but before we do that, let's uh, just have a quick rundown of his life and career. Born, as I said, in 1941 in Massachusetts, Italian immigrant family. His father was a trumpet player who played some jazz. So uh, young Chick was surrounded by jazz from the get-go and he started out with the intention of becoming a drummer. And indeed, those, uh, those who saw him play drums attested to the fact that he was a very accomplished drummer. But gradually his talents veered to the piano and his lessons on that instrument began when he was just eight. But he was in his 20s when his professional career began to take off with some Latin-influenced bands and then, of course, a season with the great Stan Getz. Uh, His first trio album was Now He Sings, Now He Sobs. That was in 1970. But the big explosion had come when he joined Miles Davis, performing on several so-called fusion albums, Bitches Brew and In a Silent Way and, of course, performing in live concerts, often, uh, surprisingly enough, with another keyboard player, none other than Keith Jarrett. We've already heard his uh, duet work with Gary Burton from the, from his period as leader of the band uh, Return to Forever, and I suppose what comes across overall is his restless desire to probe all areas. Incidentally, you could check out his uh, electronic work most recently, uh, one of his most recent albums issued in 2020. It's called The Vigil. Uh, He even composed symphonic works as well as putting classical pieces alongside jazz in his solo concert work, as heard in his last recording released at the end of last year, simply titled Plays, which I featured in the 65th edition of the Hotbox. In total, Jig Career was awarded 23 Grammy Awards, including three for Latin music, and he recorded a total of almost 90 albums. He'll be much missed, uh, but he leaves us with an incredible body of work which we can and will go on enjoying as of real significance in the evolving history of jazz. Above all, the fun he had doing it all. He always talked about fun, and uh, it will always be part of our fun to listen to him. So here's the trio again uh, with uh, maybe maybe his most famous composition, simply called Spain. Yeah, they're joined on this one by two other artists, Jorge Pardo on the flute and Nino Joseli on the guitar. <laughs> Thank you. 
And wildly enthusiastic response to Chicorea's composition, Spain, and was performed live with his trio and with the guitar and flute added. I heard him recently saying in an interview that his first love had become composing and arranging, uh, making actually playing piano only his secondary love and, in fact, something of a chore. But I hope you've enjoyed both his composing and his playing as much as I have. If you have been, thanks for listening.